Strokes of Country. Welcome to your side serving of Strokes of Country in association with BBR Music, produced by Why Now, where we bring you the best of country, folk, Americana, and more. I'm Holly, one of your hosts, along with Ross, who will be joining me for our full episode on whynow.co.uk. Today's guest is Lokash. Ross caught up with him to chat about the Beach Boys, Guy Fieri, and the impact of streaming on the genre. You can listen to the full edition of this interview on whynow.co.uk, where we'll hear music from Lokash and find out which country song they think should have been a hit in our regular feature, The Banger That Should Have Been. We'll have music from Sierra Farrell, Gabe Lee and Tyler Childers. We've got our lyrics quiz, Two Chords and a Lie, where I test my co-hosts on their country music knowledge by seeing if they can tell which country lyrics are genuine and which were written by me. And we'll also have our country music deep dive. This month, we're talking about country covers of non-country songs. Listen on whynow.co.uk and follow Strokes of Country on Instagram for all the updates. For now, here's Lokash. Welcome back to Strokes of Country on Why Now, where I'm delighted to be joined in the studio by a CMA, ATM and CMT award-nominated duo. They've written and recorded the number one singles, I Know Somebody and Keith Urban's You're Gonna Fly. And I've picked up over 815 million streams since 2015. Not only that, but their new single only features rock and roll Hall of Famers, The Beach Boys. Slow cash. <laughs> What's up, man? Hey, that's a great intro, man. Thanks. Oh, appreciate it. Every day, of all right. Life. I'll, I'll okay. start doing that now. I'll yeah, record done. that for you. You just put Perfect. that out. I'm gonna Next put that every time we go on stage. That's gonna be my voicemail on my phone. <laughs> I tell you <laughs> what. You being you're playing Long Road this weekend, I'll introduce you on. Perfect. Great. Done and done. done. Set. Done. Love it. Chris and Preston, welcome to the show. Nice, nice to see you. First time in the UK, man. This is it. First time. How does it feel being across the pond? We've been dreaming about the moment coming over, man. It's been years trying to get over here, and it's 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 not easy. For you know, as was we're making our way in the United States, we've always felt like the UK and across the pond is going to be great for low cash. I mean, true country music fans over here, and I feel like what we do really develop, we could develop here in this country and, and rock it. So we're excited to be over here and, and perform for everybody. I'm already looking for apartments. I love <laughs> yeah, it. Already Until we yeah, realized yeah, how much they it. were. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> the thing. Ew, as long going. as we don't stay here in London, we're fine. <laughs> yeah. but... Just anywhere, just on the outskirts, yeah. you'll be yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah. fine. So. Brighton's good. Reckon you'll like Brighton. Oh, yeah? Definitely check that. Okay. okay. Yeah. If you cool. get a little bit of time, head on down. Sounds good. That'll be a good We're going to go to Abbey Road for sure. Oh, has we to be have done. to check that. We got to take the picture. I think the Queen called. Queen wants us to come over. I mean, that does not surprise me. It's time. Honorary night. Yeah, why not? She came in from Windsor just to see us. Yeah, standard. It's going to be awesome. She heard. She heard. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, like, you guys haven't had the chance to sort of, well, I don't know. Have you had the chance to explore yet? Do you, is there anything, like, is there anything you're looking forward to doing, let's say, apart from playing, of course? Yeah, I mean, playing for sure. Uh, Abbey Road for me. I, I can't wait to walk the crosswalk and, uh, you know, just stuff like that. You know, the we are talking about Buckingham Palace. And, yeah, I want to see mm -hmm. that for sure. I mean, you know, the normal tourist things that you guys would come over and want to see in the yeah, United States. The landmarks. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Got to see Big Ben, you know, want to see that. And I don't know if I'll take the Ferris wheel, that kind of the big eye or whatever. Yeah, it's one of those. Just looks know. like a Ferris wheel I, I, I originally yeah. wanted to go to the Cavern Club and What's uh, that? Over where the Beatles started. Oh, okay. And 
But everybody kept telling us it was too far and maybe not worth the trip. And I was just like, I want us to go over there with an acoustic guitar and just jump up and sing a couple songs and just say that we played the Cavern Club sometime, yeah. you know. But so I don't know if we get a little, you Drink know, a beer with a few mates. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I had a weird, a weird thing happen last night. We were walking in the alleys. Everything closes so early here. Yeah. It was like 11. You couldn't even do it. All we wanted to do was sing karaoke. Oh. We wanted to hit a karaoke bar, have some beers with people, and just sing karaoke, but there was nothing open. So we're going down these alleys, and I'm like, maybe we should go where, this is creepy, but where Jack the Ripper was mm-hmm. back in the day. That is yeah. creepy. That down is creepy. White Chapel. Yeah. Is that what it is? Mm. It's called what? White Chapel. Mm. It's like a place. Well, yeah. But I want to just walk down the alleys. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. I- I'm creepy like that anyway. I like scary movies. Oh, so. no, no, no. Well. Everybody stop listening to this one. That's awesome. Number eight was your last episode. I love scary movies, man. We I quickly do. turn this into a true crime talk. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we need a forensic now scientist to check Chris's hands. <laughs> now we're in. There's actually a really good um, fish and chip shop on mm. that they've completely made the most of Jack the Ripper by calling it Jack the Chipper. Oh. <laughs> I have to go just because. That's funny. You've got to go. And yeah. you love fish and chips. I do love fish and chips. That's what I was trying to tell you when we got here. They have the best here. Oh, well, yeah. The British are going to do it, that's right? That's incredible. It's got to be. It's got to be done. So, yeah, Jack the Chipper. I think All we right. need to get down. Jack the Chipper. That's going to be the one. In white chipper. I don't mean to laugh, but it is funny. No, it's great. <laughs> they made a name out of it. It's great. It's there's awesome. also, actually, to be fair, there's also an, um, there's one in East End London, and it's a tour bus ride. It goes through like all the sort of like crime gangs and all the um, wow. all the sort of like the dark stuff of London. So you got like the Ooh. Cray twins and stuff like that. It's if you like that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. There's so much crime in America. I did. I did. Yeah. Uh, Do you need more crime? <laughs> I did make a post last night on our Instagram, and it was we were walking into a bar, and it had the sign that you know bag thieves and pickpocketers frequent this area. So I made a post of that, and I put Tupac on top of it. You know, it was <laughs> awesome. So that's on our Instagram right now. I like that. It's very good. So, um, obviously, you know, coming over first time, playing in the UK, playing Long Road Festival. This is going to be pretty fun. Yes. Everyone, I feel like everyone always talks about the UK as being the place for the deep cut. Like, every, like here, we heard that last yeah. night, yeah. Everyone loves a B-side. Everyone loves, like, you know, a non-single from an album. Why do you think there's, like, a difference in the consumption of country music here? Man, I tell you what, I think there's an appreciation for the the project in agreed in, overseas, yep. and uh, I think in in America for some reason it's just gimme 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 like as fast as we can consume music yeah, over there and spoiled, it's singles it's, and it's, it's just you know that kind of atmosphere, which is cool because it's like keeps it fresh and now and and you know happening, you know as fast as we can make it. But it's a political game overseas too because well, where we live and because you're you're being told what you are going to listen to. Sure. This is what you're going to hear because this is what I want you to hear. Mm. Rather than you guys actually give the artist a chance, music a chance to play for the people and let them pick what they want to hear. Yeah. So that's a, that's a huge difference and that's been a lot of places we were in Australia is the same way. Mm. You know, we've done some shows over there and they'll sing songs that we don't even remember. Yeah. You know, and which I love that. I mean, it gives you goosebumps, man. It's like people like you wrote that song. Okay, that, that helps somebody. That's it. Somebody remembers that song. People aren't even really talking about albums anymore in America as far as record companies that much because they're just looking for the next hot song, which is, 
you know, that is true. That's what you want. The next hot. Yeah, we got single. lucky four times on that. <laughs> so we're not complaining, but but at the same time, we we would put all this time and effort and heart and soul and blood, sweat, and tears into these albums, mm. and the songs <laughs> would never become singles or ever be heard until you get over across the pond, you know. And then all of a sudden, you're like, whoa. Now this is cool. We're going back to this song. Remember that we, you know, we we have a song called Brothers that means a lot to us. It was never on the radio, but that song's got some meat and potatoes to it. Yeah. And when you get someplace like this and the, and the crowd knows every word, well then all of a sudden it hits us again. And we're like, "Okay, that's why we wrote it. That's why we cut that song." So you get cool. that nowadays with some of the streaming stuff that you can you can actually listen to some other songs, but even even now, streaming is getting to okay. Here's what you're gonna hear right. with playlists. You still feel like yeah, it's that's so thing. true. And man. all the playlists are doing yeah. that, yeah. so they're picking. Well, the labels picking their song and they're pushing that single. So it's the same thing as radio. Now. It's still changing that same way. Correct. Still going down that route. I hadn't actually thought that's a really good point because I was gonna yeah. say you know like streaming. You'd feel like streaming should be able to open open up the opportunity for everyone to and listen it did to the at first albums. yeah but it's, it's radio now and it's just yeah that's the way i Gate, mean we have we have reps now yeah we have man. gatekeepers yeah. now like well we got to go meet with this and, and it's fine i get it we've been playing this game for years but it's definitely the same as radio now yeah makes sense mm-hmm. makes sense but it's not so i guess in that sense it's quite like a it's a nice culture clash yeah yeah like, yeah that's it's sweet. like being on a radio tour we used to have to go on radio tours and meet all the program directors and music directors and have dinner together and break bread and get to know each other. And it's that's how it is with streaming now. I mean, you've got to you got to know the folks who are making those playlists. Yeah, you got to turn up at Spotify, mm-hmm. you got to turn up yeah. at, you know, Tidal and all right. that and put in the time. Yep, that's, that's it. it. Yeah. And and you know, and, and good for them that they're working on for the songwriters for the money because there's no money in it at all. No. And you know, they're working on it right now. I I truly believe that they are. We've read some stuff and know some people in the industry and I, I like that about it. Mm. Because the songwriters are need to get paid. That's it, exactly. And they're not getting paid at all. No, and, and it's such an integral part of country music. Yeah, with, especially with, you know. Nashville's built on the song. And so that town has got some of the most amazing songwriters in it. And that's all they do songwriters. is write songs. Yeah. They're not artists. They're just write, writing songs. And some of the best songwriters we know have had to pack up and leave yeah. and get other jobs. After three or four number ones. Which is mad, right? Yes, it's unbelievable. It's sad. Yeah, completely. And yet you got artists now, and you can and you can see it in some in music how you could tell when an artist is usually unless they're a, song, a songwriter too that they're not they're picking songs that they're going to be on. Yeah, because they have to. Yeah, for streaming wise, they yeah. have to do it. And there's so many good people out there, and you know there are the ones that are still around that you know they have their forty number ones, which is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, it's it's crazy. So it's refreshing. To be over here and hear you talk about this. Yeah. Because we can't talk about this in America. Yeah. No, that's it. But it's seriously, and it's refreshing that people here are actually, you know, open-minded to other parts of the song because we do write those for people. I love to hear that a song, you know, man, that song made me feel good that day. Or that's why we do what we do. Yeah, that's And it. you guys give us that opportunity for songs that, like you said, that we're sleepers. Yeah. And, and they're just woken up, and it's beautiful. Yeah, it's so, it's so cool. It's so nice to... that you guys get to explore that in such a different way. And I was going to say, like, when playing live, do you feel the personality of the songs change? For like, is there a particular song in in, in general that, um, like, has taken on a new life once mm-hmm. you've played it live? Yeah, we have this song right now. Um, it's called Three Favorite Colors, and it's a patriotic song about America. 
and um, we're just talking about red, white, and blue. Sure. Same colors and, here, though. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. And we've even thought about, we talked about pos- possibly doing a version for y'all as well. Sick. And yeah. wouldn't that be cool? And so. It's just a positive song, man. It Put just makes you feel good. You know? Yeah. And, you know, with that song, the day we wrote it, it was Chris's idea to just go on stage that night and sing it that night. Nice. And we usually don't sing it that fast. You know, it takes a, you know, tell the band to learn it. And then we learn the words. and We work did up that the harmonies. to that. I love this yeah. life. We did it the first that we wrote it, and we also did Truck Yeah. One big country song. And one too. big country song. I'll never forget the night. So when you write it like that, you feel, and I'm like, we have to try it immediately. I can't, I can't, my head can't be wrong. It can't be wrong. I feel like this song is huge. Let's yeah, just give it to the crowd. Yeah. They're going to tell us immediately. Mm-hmm. First 10 seconds in, they're going to tell us. That's it. And right away. Three blue. favorite colors. Yeah. I mean, they are just singing, they're singing it right away. They know all the words mm. as if they've known it for 10 years already. And we're looking at each other going, We've got something here. You know, there's yeah. something here. Let's go back to the studio. Let's fine tune it. Let's get it ready. And then let's, you know, do something. So who knows? Maybe we'll have a remix for y'all. That'll be cool. No, I'd love that. Yeah. That'd be cool. Once we get knighted. That's the one. Yeah. I'll make, I'll make we that. We'll make, yeah. we'll tell, make the tell deal. The queen. Tell the queen. <laughs> get her on Honorary the phone. knights. Get her on the phone. Um, so, no, that's so cool. It's because that's, I think that's the thing. The, the, the people that are going to, you know, tell you whether a song is like, it's on it. Are the like are the live crowd? You yes. Know, like, like yes. that's that's the point where you know you. It's like like you guys have been DJs. You know if you drop a mm. drop a you know a bad one, you see oh yeah floor clears floor gone floor <laughs> is yeah. gone. Oops. Like, like so well we got to start over here. We go. <laughs> that's it. Build it right back up again. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And it's yeah. I just I think that's such a such a natural and like honest way of doing it. Yeah. In a sense. Yeah. I mean, we're road dogs, though, man. We do 200 days, 150 to 200 a, a year. So we do count on the crowd, on yeah. everything. Oh, yeah. On our career, period. I mean, we'll do it. There's days where we're tired. You know, it's crazy. You know, no sleep, no this. And we get there, and that crowd wakes us up, man. I tell you, there's it's a song awesome. that takes on a life of its own every night, and that's I Love This Life. Yeah. It takes – it's almost as if it's not our song. Or I know we wrote it, but it's almost as if – it wrote itself and let us be part of it. It's weird. Nice. It's like yeah. every night we go out, that song is just waiting to do what it does every single night. And it, it's it's kind of emotional when you think about it because it's just like ready to lift everyone up. And all we're doing, we're just the vehicle on that song, just singing it because it's got its own thing it's going to do and everyone's going to get their hands up and they're going to sing along. And it's amazing to watch from our perspective mm-hmm. because it doesn't matter how the show went. It doesn't matter how many people there. There's 50,000, 5,000, 500. They're going to react the same every single time mm-hmm. yeah, because that song doesn't care. Man, it just doesn't matter what country. someone up. It doesn't matter what country it is, man. It's, Everybody wants to have a positive day. And, you know, there's times where my, we grew up on music. I study music. Yeah. I love music. You love music. Yeah. That's why we're all here. That's the stuff that can turn a bad day into a good day. When that one song comes on, you're like, gonna be a good day today. That song just came <laughs> on, you know? That's, I love that feeling. And we wanna give people that feeling. That song does it. Yeah, damn right. So good. Yeah. So good. Um, so let's talk about Beach Boys, shall we? Let's yeah, do it. Let's do it. Um, so, your new single, yeah. Hit of the Summer, features Mike Love and Bruce Johnson of the Beach Boys. <laughs> Which, um, well, let's be honest, that's pretty wild. It's pretty awesome. Pretty cool. Yeah. Wild. Right? <laughs> and they're 80s and they do not act like it. No. Or look like it. <laughs> yeah, not they at all. They are amazing. Yeah. And still sound amazing. They still surf. Like, Bruce still surfs. 
That's that's the California life. Right? Hey, I want to be that guy. Yeah, right. <laughs> I just want to be eighty and surfing. It's crazy. I, I wish. I wish I could. Yeah, they right. sound amazing. The stories they've told us, um, they've become like uncles to us. Like you Which, know, this was it. I was going to ask, like, sort of like, what have you learned from them? Like sure. since we're, since doing everything, like obviously we'll get through all of that. But like yeah. straight off the bat, what have you sort of? I tell you, just the other day, uh, Bruce calls me almost every day, and we talk about life and music and our families. And he uh, he could tell I was a little tired and worn out that day, maybe or something, or sl- maybe sleep deprived. I don't sure. know. And he says, uh, "Hey, you know, uh, you know, you're the Flintstones, right?" And I haven't even told Chris this. He says, "You know, you're the Flintstones," and I said. What do you mean? He goes, get, you got to get those feet out the bottom of the car. It looks like the wheels are turning it. You got the outfits on. You got the car. And, you know, Barney's in the back. Everybody's everybody's sitting there. He's like, that car's not going to move yeah. unless your feet are moving. And he goes, you know how we and – I, and I said, maybe someday we'll have a private jet like you guys. And he goes, we still put our feet out the bottom and take off. And I was like, wow. That's I mean, cool, yeah. it's powerful to think about. 80-year-olds who have had this long career, 60 years. Yeah. You know, they're celebrating 60, 60 years. years of music. And he's still talking about how it's up to you to get that plane off the ground, to get that car moving. It's up to your feet. Because you can't depend on anyone. No. It, it's got to come down to me and Chris. Yeah, low it cash. It's got to come down to you with this show and you. I mean, it, it's, it, it's uh, you know, self-motivation, and you got to keep going. They so, do more shows than us. And that, and that, like, 185 the, shows they did. That's mad. Just this year. And yeah, we're going on the cruise with them coming up in next year. And look, that's we've sick. been on a Beach Boys show. The food does get better in catering. Oh, yeah. oh, Things yeah. do get better. I mean, it's pretty it's awesome. Cool. But, that's pretty yeah. cool. But at the end of the day, we're all the same. You got to keep it going yourself. It's so grounding. It is. Like, yeah. that's that. I mean, that's just. That's and how the sort serious of they always... take the show, too, man. Oh, yeah. They take it serious. I mean, this is their, that's their livelihood. That's everything. And they act like they don't have all the money, you know, they, they still want to do this. Like, it's constant. Well, I think that was always the thing with the Beach Boys, wasn't it? I mm-hmm. think it was always the, the music's first. Yep. And they've always just had this way, whether it was from you know, the start to today. You know, I, I, you know, I, I saw Brian a couple of, couple of years ago, you know, seeing, seeing Mike do um, GMA with, mm-hmm. yeah. with you guys. Just yeah. the, the professionalism and the quality. It is exactly is just it's untouchable mm-hmm. yeah and to to keep that level of um not authenticity just more like we said quality mm-hmm. for that amount of time is just untouchable it's incredible between they, you like, know they still talk about brian too and you know brian went through a hard time man i don't know if you guys watched that that show and on him yeah and love of mercy yeah i mean his yeah, dad was rough on him man he was he 100%. went through some stuff but it was only two years in that Brian decided I'm not going on the road. Yeah. And that's when Bruce came in two years into it. So Brian is obviously the producer behind, you know what I mean? He's a, he's brilliant. You talk to Mike, Mike is like, my cousin is the most brilliant person you've ever met in your life, yeah. period. He put together like Pet Sounds, but Mike would write it with him. Of course. Yeah, but he was the guy that, you know, he was a little introverted so didn't want to go out yeah. and stuff like that so we've heard some stories about him great stories no one's ever talked bad about him um he, he was like him, he said because he doesn't want to go on tour but now see. he's starting to yeah he was like thank god brian went home and started writing and producing and developing 
and recording those songs at home. He said, because had he not left the band and went home, then, you know, we would have never had Pet Sounds. We would have never had it because he was on the road. He was a different guy and it was too much. He couldn't do all of that at once. it's it's wild to hear them say, you know, thank God we had pet sounds because well they know. were they were singing and they still do. The Beach Boys are known for singing about the beach cars course, and girls, yeah. beach cars and girls. That sounds like a great life. <laughs> but Brian told Mike, I'm never just telling the stories. You know, I'm speaking what he was telling us, and he said, you know, if it wasn't for Brian to say, hey, we gotta just write something else. I don't want to. I want to put myself away and think about other songs. And they would call back and forth on the road, come up with ideas, and then Pet Sounds was created. It's amazing. Isn't it? I mean, mm-hmm. I'm just absolutely. And you know what the biggest song was of all time? Kokomo. Was it really the 80s? biggest yeah. song of all time for Beach Boys? Was Kokomo? How crazy is that? It's mm-hmm. nuts, man. And it, that it's again wild. just shows that that like longevity of quality. Mm-hmm. Yep. Across yep. the board, because again, that was completely different, right? From what they were doing after Pet Sounds, yep. before Pet Sounds, yep. Like just insane. Now we hope we could do that with Beach Boys. Always evolving. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is it. Like, it's it's yeah. like an ode. You know what I mean? And and they when they called us and told us that they love the song, uh, Mike, you know, called Preston. He's like, man, I, I really love it, and I want to do everything. And Brian, Brian agrees. I agree. He mm-hmm. goes, but I think we should sing on it. And we we were ecstatic. Yeah, and I was I mean, like, wait, wait, yeah. wait, what did you just say? <laughs> so when they got on it, we went to their show in Alabama, recorded it backstage. Mm-hmm. I saw, I yeah. saw the video. And yeah. they uh, they taught That's us crazy. how to do like we have our own version of it that we thought what the Beach Boys would have done. Mm-hmm. And he was like, man, that was so good. Now let me show you how we would do it. And he oh, taught man, us all the harmonies. Going. Brought in his music director, helped us, you know, learn all the harmonies, and then w- and Brian built know. those harmonies. That's crazy. Brian built one by one. Yeah. We just started laying the notes down, and uh, that intro that uh, that was Mike's idea to do it old school the way they did it. And they, you know, Chris sang a note on there. I sang a note on there. So we're kind of like Beach Boys for like I don't know ten seconds. Oh, we are. Oh yeah, 100%. we are officially Beach it's Boys. Kind of cool. Us and Stamos. It's wild. <laughs> we definitely are Beach Boys. Now. Yeah, and I think um, that's. The, the, the thing I like, that's the thing I love about this single because it mixes the big hit country that you guys create so well with the like the California ease and the pop sensibilities that the Beach Boys create. Man, can you? Uh, is this recorded? <laughs> is this number eight? Is this recorded? Because we need I that. I just love that you love <laughs> music this much, man. We don't get to talk. That's to amazing the way that. you just put that. It's Thank fantastic. You. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, but it's true. That's that, that's how I. That's how it feels for me. Like the way you put it together, and that's. I just I, I really think there's a natural attachment between the two styles there. Thank you. And I think for me it's because more than anything, it's feel good. It is feel good. Dude, that is low cash. That's exactly what low cash is. It's feel good. We write songs that are positive message. Um I mean we have little slurs. We write other songs like slow songs, but low cash doesn't put them out. We um I know somebody is an underdog, but it's still a positive message. You know, it's like that guy gets the girl at the end. So we want to give hope for people, especially in a time where the world is just chaos. And I think it's been hope fun for both of us too. Not just I think it's been fun for the Beach Boys. Oh, because God, yes. yeah, God, you yes. know they they but they feel in. good guys. A hundred percent. That's it. That's all they wrote was feel good stuff. They flew in from uh they flew in from 
I think California to do Good Morning America with us. Mm. And, you know, just watching their smiles, you know, on television with us on Good Morning America, they could be on Good Morning America without us, but they flew in for us and we did that together. And then uh, we did this big festival called Stagecoach together. Yeah. And watching them just like lift the crowd and we had so much fun together. And we're starting to have all these memories. The we Opry, brought on the, the Opry, Ryman. yeah. For yeah. the first time ever, they played the Grand Ole Opry in but, 60 years. And that's crazy. It's insane. Yeah. But to have that moment and, I remember Bruce and Mike sitting on the bus and like, hey, man, we were doing an interview and like, you know, we're just trying. We have this baton and we're ready to pass it to Lokash. And we're like, what did you say? <laughs> you We can't carry that baton's heavy as hell. We can't carry that thing. <laughs> but um, it's it's really cool how much they believe in us. Yeah. So it's pretty awesome. I think they just played uh, Royal Albert Hall the other day. Really? Uh, not just a couple weeks ago. Is that yeah. what it's called? Yeah, Royal Albert, Royal Albert yeah. Hall, yeah. Um, and so it, it was just like, you know, a month or two ago, and they Samos came their, in for it. And their famous oh, favorite place to play. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's yeah, that's yeah, something. They said it's amazing. Next time they do it, we should come over and watch because that'd sure. be fun to see. Oh, I think there was uh, my um, my friend was telling me that back um, back in the day. I think one of the times that Elton John headlined Wembley, it was the Beach Boys' his main support, and I was just like, "What wow. is that lineup?" Jeez. Like, Right. I know Unreal. the other night Bruce called me. This is like a week ago. And I said, Where are you at? And he says, We're up in uh, upstate New York. And I said, Oh, cool. Where are you playing? And he goes, um, And he named the place. And he goes, It's us, uh, the Four Tops, Temptations. the Temptations, and someone else. And I said, Do you hear what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, he just, it just, he just rattles it off. And I'm like, This is not real life, what no. you're doing. This is amazing. It's crazy. It's unreal. Like, again, just even today, still putting on a lineup like that and doing that sort of show, just yeah. and it, that means so much to so many people. I, I imagine you guys are feeling the same. Oh you yeah, know, it's yeah crazy. I lo- yeah, good old Beach Boys. Love them, man. Love them. And I guess before we before we hear the song, favorite Beach Boys songs. Go I got to go with Kokomo because I'm from Kokomo, Indiana. That's it. And so I got to stick with my roots. I mean, there's there's so many of them. California Girls is probably my favorite. But Christmas, Little St. Nick. Tell you what, underrated. Yes. That whole Beach Boys Christmas album. It's unbelievable. Underrated. They told great... us if we record Little St. Nick, they would be on it with us. And that we could re-release that. I would do that. Heart's my favorite Christmas he album. He already told I, us we could. I mean, yeah. that's got to be a thing, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's got to be done. We will definitely do that. Do the whole album. Yep, done. Yep. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> right? It's not a bad idea. I like it. I think, I think it's genius. It's a low-cash take on the Beach Boys Christmas. Yeah, it's great. Just put our edge to it. And then just do a big live show, play it in full. Yeah. That'd be great. I think it's a win-win. They're doing a Christmas tour this year. And sell the live version. So you could have a live low-cash Beach Boys concert on Christmas in your ears. And Santa delivers it to you at Christmas time. Boom. I just, we're creating ideas here. That's it. This is great. I love this. My favorite line, bar none, of the song is, instead of Jack D, shoots on Cuervo. And it's just a, such a simple quip, but it's a very clever way of describing a change in mood. Because mm-hmm. to me, I, I mean, I don't know, like you think of like, this is going to sound really like dumb, but for me, Jack Daniels, it's always like, okay, the winter, the mood is, the mood's, right. you know, it's, it's, it's mellow. It's a bit right. fuzzy. You're sort of like, you're there. Cuervo, sunshine. We're, we're, we're in good beach. moods. We're yeah, going we're on, on the, the beach. beach. We're getting on the boat. And I just love the idea of that subtle change in mood. In a, in a line. And I think it's so easy to create an upbeat like feeling in sound, but to do that in words and to get that mood across yeah. is really clever. 
Thank you. And so I just, yeah, I just, I, do you feel like, I guess you guys like those little subtle details of, you yeah. know, within songwriting and within that, that's, you know, you can, like I said, you can easily do it in in sound, but within words, I think that's, I don't know about you guys, but I think we that's have so a, clever. Um, we have a, like a guy that we kind of grew up listening in, like an icon for us named Jeffrey Steele. And every line has to be a home run. Yeah. You can't skip on the ingredients. I mean, he's, and that's, we've grown up like that for years, him telling us that in our ear and always watching over our backs. So if you guys know who Jeffrey Steele is, go check him out. He's unbelievable. But we make sure those lines do that and the ear candy pops in and we're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. What did you just say? It's you know? funny that you use that line <clears throat> as your favorite because the very next line is Mike Love's favorite. And he, you know, he t- tells everybody in interviews that that's the reason he fell in love with the song is when we say mix up some rum with some Kokomo mm-hmm. and because the rum and Coke thing, but then we turned it into rum and Kokomo and he was like, we have to call these guys because he <laughs> loves that line. And so it's cool to see people gravitate towards particular lines that make them, you know, feel at ease. And that's what we want, man. Feel like the that's mood exactly changed. what we want. That's it. And I think it comes back again to that, that whole idea of people paying attention to more than just that, you they know, are. what it, what it is at face value and, yeah and, which and is the, great in itself mm-hmm. like if it picks you up it picks you up sure. but also to delve in as well i that's yes. i mean that's me to a t I love, right i love that that's but it. i think that's that must be really nice for you guys it's it's a blessing to hear you say it man i mean it really is every day because that's what we work for yeah so to have you say it it worked you yeah. know what i mean that that line worked so that's a good that's good news for us and i hope other people pick their own lines that they like too 100 percent. well guys Thank you so much Dude, for joining blast, us man. on Strokes of Country. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you. Dude, let's awesome. go back. I don't want to leave. No, stay. And episode now. nine, come up, low cash. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just keep on recording. Yeah. We're just, just going to carry on. Do you guys want to like just co-host this thing? Done. Dude, let's, let's go. Let's do the whole... Let's Anytime. Do, let's do that. Tell fun. us. What you, we'll do it from like Let America. We'll wake up early or whatever we got to do. We'll do it. It'll be fun. That'll yeah. be the one. We can just record it too and send it over and, yeah. you know, that'd be cool. I'd love that. Let's do Easy. it. Let's make it happen. So tell the people what you got going on. Go well, for we're it. here in the UK and we're playing the Long Road Festival and we are super excited to be here. And uh just check us out on Locash at Locash on Instagram. I'm gonna want to be over here like once a month from yeah. now on. I mean, we really are song. falling in love with the city, so I'm not gonna lie, it's it's beautiful yeah. here. And our wives aren't even made it over here yet. So yeah. when they get there, probably not gonna want to go back. <laughs> but uh, uh we're we're just glad to be here and uh keep listening to country music and we love you guys in america we miss it you know we miss the the presence that you're bringing into the musical talents and bringing out the words and lyrics it means a lot to us so keep listening to music y'all we love it that was Lokash. what a pair of good time boys Remember to go to ynow.co.uk to hear the full episode with music from all the best and brightest in new country music, as well as our classic country icons. We've got some really exciting upcoming guests. Follow us on Instagram at Strokes of Country for all the updates. You can follow YNow on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook at YNow World. Once again, this was a YNow production. Thanks again to BBR Music. See you soon, y'all. Strokes of Country.